Klaatu, Verada. <laughs> Hail to the king, baby. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. Hello, everybody. It's Talking Evil Dead time once again. Uh, I'm your host, Mitchell. I'm the other host, Dustin. And we got to start right off. Uh, this is... this is uh, Okay, we're going to be talking about uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 3, Episode 9. Uh, but the biggest news to come uh, since our last episode was the announcement, the official announcement of the cancellation of Ash vs. Evil Dead. This is the end, folks, for real. Got two more episodes left, and then we're done. Do one Campbell. more episode. I mean, we're going to talk about this one, but we only have one more episode left. Yeah, yeah. Technically. technically. Uh, so, yeah, not not only was the show canceled, but, you know, fans were, were really quick to rally to to try and save it. You know, there was a, a petition for Netflix to pick it up and for that to keep going. You know, I think that's the dream that everybody yeah. has nowadays, that Netflix is like this magical thing that will save you the, the show that you love so much. Um, I mean, how many shows have they actually picked up? I mean, there's Arrested Development. And I think I think one or two other shows may have been saved by yeah, Netflix. Yeah, like Veronica Mars and... Um, well, no, Yo- Veronica Mars just got a movie. Yeah, but that's another thing. I mean, and uh, no, what was yeah. that other? Gilmore Girls got another season. Full House yeah, got another yeah. season. Oh yeah, Whole you know, new there's, series. there's quite a few of uh, uh, these properties are, are springing back to life somehow. And you know, there's there's no saying that uh, that's not possible. Although you know, incredibly improbable, especially not with the news coming almost uh, uh, immediately. Well, today anyway. This is. Uh, uh, April 23rd, we're recording this, when Bruce Campbell himself got online, and I have an official statement from him that's a, a little Ooh. hard to read, but I'm going to read it for you anyway. So this is from Bruce Campbell's official Facebook page. Good people, Evil Dead fans everywhere, I bid you a heartfelt, heartfelt farewell playing Ash, the character I took acting lessons with for 39 years. I am hereby retiring from that portrayal. It's time. I followed Ash from his formative years through his midlife crisis and decline. What a thrill. What a privilege. We had a great resurgence with the help of stars. Kudos, not jeers, folks. They made it possible for 15 more hours of evil deadness in your life. The equivalent of 10 more features. Is Ash dead? Never. Ash is is as much a concept as a person. Uh, where there is evil in this world, there must be one to counter. Man or woman, it matters not. Thanks for watching. Love, Bruce. So, yeah, this is this is him officially signing off and saying, you know what, uh, we had a good run, but I, I'm done portraying Ash. Uh, at least, seemingly, at least as far as film and television goes, is, is what uh, I took from that. Now, I'd like to try and remain a little positive here. And and say that we still have uh, numerous comic book adaptations of Evil Dead to look forward to. And I predict 
maybe even one that continues on with these characters, Pablo, Kelly, Brandy, uh, the liking and, and, and adding new characters as they go on. Um, that's likely where we'll get to see these plots that we've been, you know, talking about for so long with Pablo, you know, becoming a really badass uh, uh, Brujo Special and, you know, something cooler to happen to Kelly and Brandy as well. Um, so, I mean, I mean, just your thoughts. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's like he said, he's, he's done playing the character. Um, you know, and, and the one thing that I really take from this is that, you know, for years we wanted a sequel to Army of Darkness. Then we got that Evil Dead remake, which was not the greatest. And then we finally got this. And, you know, I know a lot of people are pissed off at Stars. They blame Stars. Stars doesn't have a lot of money. They don't, they're not HBO. And, you know, and the ratings also show, you know, hey, we just, we're not making the money here. And, and really, it also, I think, comes down to something that is kind of Stars' fault is it was very hard for anybody outside of the U.S. to watch this series when it was airing. They could buy the Blu-rays. But as far as, you know, waiting, most people didn't want to wait. And I know Bruce Campbell even said that, you know, downloading was killing it. it like, and a lot of people came back and countered that. was like, no, the fact that we can't get the series outside of the U.S. is what's killing it. And, and it probably is right. You know, we went from, you know, airing in October to this February. I feel like this was something that they knew was coming. I, I just really do. I mean, you look at the season and my God, was it? the best season that they have had. I mean, it hasn't ended yet, so we don't know. They could fuck it up in the next episode, but I don't see that happening. We really, we got a lot of Evil Dead material. We were able to see the resurgence of this character, and and I'm happy, but I'm also sad. It sucks that, you know, this is it. I wish we would have had a little bit more time to prepare. Oh, hell yeah, exactly. It it was like a roller coaster of... uh, uh, Shittiness, yeah, <laughs> basically. Pretty much. Uh, like getting sprayed in the face with uh, blood. Um, you know, I'm hopeful that maybe in the future we'll get to see a new video game, perhaps, with the property. That would be great. Um, yes. And, you know, Bruce could uh, voice Ash. He could come back and voice Ash, of course. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, they could find a new voice that's similar um, I, I guess, depending on how much time passes. Uh, but like I said, I, I think we'll have future Evil Dead uh, things to come, like like comic books and video games that will continue on with this property. Um, it seems like just, you know, the previous episode or, or episode or two ago that we were, you know, wistfully talking about, oh, man, Bruce Campbell could just play Ash for so many years to come, and <laughs> and it could be like this long series where he passes down the torch eventually in like yeah. ten to twenty years. And oh boy, God, we we're t- every time our hopes rise so high that they, they fall even further. You know. <laughs> yeah. But, you but know, at the end of the day, we he he's right. We got fifteen hours of new Ash material. It was amazing. It was great. It was definitely a roller coaster. Uh, first two seasons were, you know, fantastic. This third one has just been knocking out of the ballpark. And, you know, without ado, I mean, we can uh, we can always hope for the best for the future, and maybe we'll see more. 
Exactly. Exactly. Well, uh, not to get too uh downbeat i guess we're, we're gonna go into yeah. talking about a fantastic episode here this is uh uh the ninth the second to the last the penultimate episode of the season um titled judgment day and the next episode is called the metal of man which yeah. which is uh not only the tagline of the season uh it's we've actually got pablo spouting that line this episode yeah, with the dark ones coming back and getting crazy and just stirring the pot. We had a lot of really cool stuff this episode. A lot of great homages to the original uh Evil Dead with the uh you know, the camera crane that's zooming around and chasing Brandy to, you know, I think that's about it. Okay. <laughs> no, there, there's a lot of cool <laughs> shit. We're going to go through and talk about. Yeah. That's like at the end of the episode. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, We've we've mentioned in the past about how fast the plot moves in this uh, show, whereas other kind of long format serialized shows would would spend at least you know two three episodes on certain subplots. This one mm-hmm. kind of just blows through them. Um, uh, we we wondered about you know the significance of uh, the last Knights of Sumeria. Uh, lady i guess yeah uh, she, she didn't she, she didn't really end up doing much throughout the series and lo and behold here in the opening scene she gets one of the most like gruesome fates i think for a, a character in the series uh getting uh you know skinned alive to be turned into a necronomicon page yeah well i wish it would have went into a little bit more detail with why they did it to her because they made it seem like, oh, she could speak the language, something, you know, big must be here. But in all actuality, it just seemed like, nah, it's just a chick we can skin and we can uh, make a new page. Yeah, they did mention the significance of her being able to speak the language, which I don't know if that has anything to do with, like, the magicalness of your skin and, <laughs> you know, what it provides. To, but whatever the case, you know, we get this gruesome scene of Ruby and uh, <clears throat> Kaya in Kelly's body um, uh, really just torturing this chick, turning her her uh, skin into a new page that will uh, supposedly mask the uh, Necronomicon from the Dark Ones and, and kind of hide it from their presence. So... In reality, uh, what she ends up doing here is kind of a, a favor to Ash, I think, inadvertently, anyway, because now, supposedly, it should be harder for the Dark Ones to find. Yeah, yeah, it should be, but I don't think it really works out too well for them. But we had a really good, gruesome opening before going into the the. To the yeah, logo the what, what here. was the was the eye gouge necessary? I don't think so. <laughs> I was, well, ah, there's and, a, there's and, an eye gouging theme throughout this episode. <laughs> there was well, at least with uh, well, what I who I've been calling, I, I hadn't remembered the name of Kaya, but I've been calling Evil Kelly. You know, just straight up Evil Kelly because that's what she is, and. Yeah, she's got a thing with uh, taking out the eyeballs. <laughs> I don't know. Something bad must have happened to that one. Yeah. Um, I, I do uh, dig that, you know, this episode once again uh, starts out with the group kind of regrouping. Um, Ash and, and Brandy and Pablo now um, with Brandy sort of replacing Kelly. And 
Ash just straight up wants to uh, uh, go after Ruby like normal. You know, he's even gotten predictable to them at this yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> Once and for all. And they're like, yeah, you've said this a million times, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, we got uh, Pablo does develop another cool new Brujo power, the ability to kind of see through the uh, Necronomicon. Um, I don't know quite how it works. I mean, it's not like he's physically looking through the ne- Necronomicon, you know, cover, the face cover. It's just kind of like he's, like, hovering around it, <laughs> yeah. I think. I'm not well, sure. No, I think it's supposed to be he's seeing through the eyes because when Ash is driving down, he's talking to Pablo through the Necronomicon. You can see the eyes glowing. He can't really hear Pablo all too well. So, but... Yeah, he's straight up seeing through it. He's able to see Kaya's soul inhabiting uh, Kelly, which then gives him the, you know, the knowledge that well, that's why Kelly couldn't come back through because that was something that was you know spoken of right off the bat is like you know she couldn't get through. There was a wall there. There was something, and they were like, well, it's because she's in her body, so basically it's not allowing her back in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he basically identifies one of their objectives, which is to get the dark one out of Kelly's body. Um, yep. He also is able to identify that they're at the cabin once again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, no, no, it's uh miss Privet's house. I said, I thought it was the cabin cause it has the deer head, but I no, guess, the deer I guess head she just, could just have a deer head. Yeah. The deer head just happened <laughs> to yeah, be over the fireplace. That makes which, more sense than the cabin. Yeah. I just yearn for the cabin. Um, I, I, I like how, you know, Ash is like, I'm going after Ruby. Pablo, you got to go to the, the, the rift and make sure it doesn't open. Um, and then he, he leaves Brandy with uh, his boomstick and takes off. And well, it's a good uh, you thing know, he did. Yeah, I guess so. But, I mean, she ultimately didn't end up using it, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not for her sake, honestly. It's because, you know, most of his tools... End up in a bad way by the end of this episode. Sure, it is. It was a pretty sweet homage for sure. Um, so, like, you know, <laughs> this episode is called Judgment Day, and it's it's basically because the dark ones are are back. Uh, the one thing I I was wondering about this episode or, or had to criticize, I guess, is just like how are the dark ones back, or or why now? All of a sudden, like, yeah, the rift is just the rift is, you know, Pablo goes back in uh, to the hardware store and the rift is already open for some reason. And and he doesn't know why. And us, the viewers, don't know why other than the dark ones are coming. Well, it was kind of different as well. The way the rift was looking, it was like a white light this time. It wasn't the green you know, smoke and all that good stuff. So I'm not sure exactly how or why they came back. And I remember they said it had something to do with what was on the wall, but I don't know about that either because it didn't even work when Pablo was trying to close it. So, no telling. Yeah, uh, you're right. It, it did definitely look like a different kind of portal. It's just still, mm-hmm. there. there's very little information given as to to why now the Dark Ones can cross over. Um, yeah. I Somehow. thought their look was pretty cool. You know, they look well. They creepy. they they are certainly very creepy, and they they fit in well within the uh, kind of monsters that we've seen um, in this series present. Um, yeah. I I kind of wonder if underneath they're like 
evilly robe things, uh, if they're also human looking, like, you know, Kaya and Ruby. You can, well, yeah, because they were dark ones ex- expelled by them. I wonder if we'll actually get to see them without their hoods. Exactly. That's going to be a big question. And I think once the episode is done, we'll kind of go through all the questions that we're going to have uh, yeah. moving forward that we'll likely never get answered, <laughs> such as <laughs> uh, such as the Dark Ones. What yeah. about them? What do they look like? What are they doing? Um, yeah. I do like I, I, I love that, you know, as soon as the Dark Ones come out, um, they they take the pages from Pablo and just kind of cast him aside Um and then there's the scene of like the you know the evil taking over the town and just shit going wild, and I I love how evil and it's like most just primitive straight up evil douchey way is like people tearing off their own faces and like you see a, a one person just kind of flies up to the ceiling and then starts crawling around grabbing people and. <laughs> Uh, mass panic, you know, people tearing each other apart, that kind of shit. Evil is fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. And then, of course, it just bypasses past Pablo, but I think it's like he said, you know, it it almost doesn't recognize him. I think it's the Brujo powers mixed in with whatever was on him with the book and stuff. Um, Yeah, I like how he keeps putting it, you know, a foot in both worlds. (laughs) Yeah. And that's pretty cool, because it, it really... That's something that they've really developed really well over the season was was Pablo and his powers and just him being a an overall badass. You know, he didn't need rescuing by Kelly. He didn't need rescuing by Ash. He handled everything himself. Yeah, he's definitely coming to his own on uh, on this season for sure. Um, <laughs> you know, all the shits going down and and people are running around town and. Uh, somebody asks him, what's going on out there? And he's like, get back inside and lock your doors. Um, and, and help him. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, <laughs> if, if there's one thing I've learned throughout watching this show, it's that evil cannot be ignored. You can't, yeah. you can't run from evil. You can't hide from evil and it can't be ignored. So Brandy, uh, is stuck in her situation as well, where she's, you know, indoors and, theoretically safe with her boomstick but you know shit is already going creepy for her she's hearing noises and stuff there's like a creepy guy uh uh staring at her you know across the street Mm -hmm. which seems to be some significance because he comes up to her again when she finally you know gets uh meets up with pablo later um he comes back and kind of bangs on her door which really made me think oh he's probably trying to tell her something oh yeah. Um, maybe nope. it's maybe it's fucking uh, maybe it's Kelly who you know managed to get through finally and and took that guy's body and is is trying to talk to him. Ah, huh, could be. We'll never know. <laughs> maybe well, we'll find out in the next ne- episode. Next but episode, there's so yeah. much going on in the next episode. I don't know. But, you know, this is where we kind of get that new crane shot where she gets chased to the house. I really loved it because uh, it went on for longer than most. And she was just running her ass off, jumping through windows and shit and then finally going to the <laughs> to the shack. And, and, you know, and this is where I really started to like it. I like the whole Brandy aspect because it was kind of reminiscent of the first uh, Evil Deads and... 
You know, there's even one scene where she looks over at the wall and there's like a painted outline of a chainsaw. I'm like, why the fuck do people paint outlines? They're like, this is where the chainsaw goes. Let me paint this shit. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what <laughs> old people do, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, dude, this this scene with Brandy is, is by far... I will say this just this scene with Brandy is better than the entirety of the 2013 Evil Dead. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. Yes, just the scene it it does such a splendid job paying tribute to the original uh Evil Dead. Um not just Evil Dead, but also Army of Darkness. It's very reminiscent mm-hmm. of that as well. Absolutely. Um, you know, she gets her own version of Ash's torment, which is yeah. locked in a tool shed. And of all things, her cell phone gets possessed by a, a demonic <laughs> evil entity and, you know, bites off her freaking finger. Um, yep. <laughs> just, uh, she just almost lost an gruesome. arm, damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, which, you know, made me wish that's how it was playing out, albeit it happened very quickly. Uh, if that would have been the case, because uh, it was just a little little nightmare, I guess. Day daymare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she but, the, uh, there was the signal coming from the phone that kind of fucked her up. I think I don't know. Whatever it was, it was it was awesome nonetheless. Especially you know just how quickly you know even with Ash when he sawed off his hand, it was. You know, when it came down to it, he was like, this is how it's going down. She was like, going down, sawed it off. Not with a chainsaw, but with a regular fucking electric saw, which was awesome. We got, uh, you know, Kelly playing in blood. It's kind of hot. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) she did that. Ash shows up and fucking starts to ruin the party they're having. And uh, he finds himself in quite a pickle real quick. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought this was a great scene, too. Uh, Ash is kind of finally outmatched, uh, without his gun, you know, Ruby strips him of his, uh, uh, chainsaw real quick and crumples it. it. Oh, it was, it was just as painful for us, the viewer, as it was for, for Ash to sit there and watch her crumple (laughs) that chainsaw. And Oh, not the, not the blade. What are you going to do with the blade? No, (laughs) she bends it. Yeah, his reaction, I think, was, yeah, like you said, it was probably all of our reactions. It was like, you fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah, although I will go on record saying that uh, Ash has been uh, separated from not just his, his boomstick, but also his chainsaw numerous times in other other mediums, uh, in the movies, yeah. as well as comic books and games. And he has always, always managed to triumph. <laughs> Yes, yeah, he doesn't need the chainsaw. It's just a matter of, you know, that thing's been with him, you know, for quite some time. Especially, you know, in, in the uh, the media, you know, the, the television film realm, because we've seen him only with just that chainsaw. So it was kind of, it was, it was extremely heartbreaking. Sad to see it go. Yeah, I, I really did think for a second, though, that they were going to give Brandy a, like a... a table saw or, or whatever that is yeah. uh, um, for an arm. And I thought, oh, man, that'd be so cool. Um, <laughs> but, that'd you be know, pretty crazy. I, one thing I, I really questioned, though, uh, is uh, when Brandy finally tracks down her uh, demonic cell phone um, that's kind of anthropomorphized, uh, 
she she runs him over with a snowplow or whatever it is, and for some reason the the feed out thing is pointing directly <laughs> at her face. <laughs> it was just a mistake, classic Campbell mistake, or not Williams mistake. I shouldn't yeah. say Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I don't know what the hell that was about, but. Uh, you know, she manages to deal with her own problem just as Pablo shows up to sort of would have rescued her, but she didn't need rescuing because she's just that badass. That's why I think she's being groomed to be the next savior here. Um, in fact, it could be, you know, Brandy and Pablo uh, and Kelly carrying on. That might be the, the next comic book installment. <laughs> we'll see. That would be awesome. I would like to see that. Maybe Ash kind of, you know hunkers down and retires and starts living the good life and, you know, passes the whole evil, the fighting evil on to them. Could be. Or he could die in the next episode. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, maybe, they wouldn't maybe that's kill him. Why, maybe that's why he says he's he's confident in saying he's retiring as Ash because he knows that Ash is going to die in the end. Maybe they never Man. even planned to do more than three seasons. Maybe they didn't. Maybe this was their sole intent. I mean, we already saw his chainsaw get completely bent and broken. He's not getting that back. Yeah. No, that's done. His, he's uh, going to have to get a new chainsaw. I had a theory or a theory that he's going to get his uh, shotgun back in the, the finale because uh, it's still sitting on the ground, I think, outside of the, uh, the tool shed, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, all the promo Pablo art and everything... And- I think, yeah, you're right. The the Promorot does show him fighting that giant deadite with a a shotgun. But it does show him fighting it with his chainsaw, too. Sure. Yeah, and that makes sense for the Promorot. But I could still see him getting his chainsaw back. (laughs) Or at least a chainsaw being easily replaceable. Whereas, you know, the, the chainsaw arm attachment is not so easily replaceable. Found again. <laughs> yeah. Shotgun, you can find anywhere. So he's basically saved by the Dark Ones. Uh, you know. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it really worked out, you know, for him in the end. Yeah. Just like was... uh, just like earlier, I was going to say, when uh, Ruby hid the Necronomicon or, or masked it from them being able to sense it. Yeah. And maybe that's kind of what happened, but I don't think any of that worked. And they hold a fucking grudge, man. When they hold a grudge, that they, that sucks. They held onto that chick's body just so they could reunite it with a soul and fucking burn it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy now that I think about it. <laughs> like, fuck you. We hate you so much. We're just going to fucking burn you. That's what they do to traitors, man. And yeah, Ruby... Ruby got it just as bad. And I I love that Ash sat there a moment to kind of gloat in her death and be like, <laughs> oh, oh, poor Ruby, I'm melting. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and the delivery on it was so great. At first, I was like, oh, my God, is he really being sympathetic? Oh, no, he's not. He, yeah, no. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck he, that he wanted to make sure she got her comeuppance. Yeah. Yeah. So. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, did. that's another thing is, is we weren't sure whether we'd see Ruby survive this season or not, and now definitive, we got an answer to that. No. Yep. <laughs> no done. no more Ruby, no more, you know. We had hoped that maybe, oh, after this season, they could replace the, the villain and have another, you know, famous 
woman. Um, yeah. You know, they could have picked anyone. They, oh, it could have been so cool. Fucking Sandra Bullock or something. <laughs> Sandra Bullock. <and laughs> that would be fucking awesome. I know. I'd wouldn't watch it. it. Like, they, they, they could do such cool shit. But, yeah, okay. Whatever. No, no more of that. Uh, Lucy Lawless, done with the show, probably. Unless she, you know... Uh, comes back in soul form or something in, in the finale to say something, but I kind of hope they don't do that. She should just be like totally dead and gone and erased. Yeah. And so basically Ash makes off with fucking Kelly's dead body, which, you know, still kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. I, lo- <laughs> but- I love that. You know, the dark ones are, are coming in and they're really focused on Kaya and Ruby. So Ash is able to just completely snag Kelly's body, take the Necronomicon, and get the hell out of there. <laughs> like, not even... There were three dark ones. Not even one of them could have been focused on, you know, their surroundings a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. They, they had no clue. Well, they were too busy with the torture, man. They 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 waited years, thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of years to get their hands on fucking Ruby and Kaya and burn the shit out of them. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. I guess that's true. They were a little yeah. caught up in their vengeance, man. <laughs> and and it was over very quickly. Um, yeah. But, you know, so going into the finale here, uh, we, we quickly have Ash reunite uh, with, with Pablo and Brandy. Um, like you said, you know, he's able to communicate through the Necronomicon with Pablo now. It's kind of a... A cool thing. Although it's also the kind, the same thing a fucking cell phone could accomplish. <laughs> yeah. If you really think about it, it's cool yeah. that they could do it, but they could be using phones. Um, but they they managed to hook up essentially in you know downtown uh, uh, Elk Grove, and uh, this is where I guess the final battle is going to take place. This is where shit goes down. Uh, this is where Judgment Day happens, man. In Michigan is where it starts. They're, they're... We're going to have a giant fucking monster battle. Oh, hell yeah. So another thing that we'd kind of uh, talked about or predicted was when this uh, uh, giant deadite would make its appearance. And uh, a popular opinion, I think, amongst us, me at least, was that it was going to be the reveal, the, uh, the final shot the reveal of the uh, end of this episode. And uh, I was right. I'll say. Yep. Yep. You were <laughs> right. You were correct. Big monster comes out and leads us into the next one where hopefully they get Kelly back in her body just in time to help fight this giant fucking beast that comes out of the ground. And it looks really cool. And I really wish they wouldn't have showed it, shown it in the trailers. I think they were like, well, let's try to get as many people as we can reveal our big, Deadite monster battle at the end. It's like, should have waited for that one. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I just, uh, I haven't seen that trailer in a long time. And all I, no. honestly, all I can picture in my head is the Cloverfield monster for some reason. So, yeah. <laughs> and, it's pretty and similar. Seeing, seeing <laughs> like, it was just its leg, I think you saw at the end. Um, yeah. Just seeing that uh, doesn't doesn't give you a whole lot to go on. Imagination wise, so no, we'll uh, we'll see. That's what's gonna go down in what is now known as the series finale for Ash versus Evil Dead next week. Exactly, yeah, sad, sad day. 
folks. Um, well, it's not sad. I mean, hopefully it goes out on a high note, and you know, hopefully we have a good resolve. And then it's just basically the end of the story, at least as far as being told in this current form. And you know what? I bet if somebody waved enough money in front of Bruce Campbell, he'd come back as Ash. That's what it all takes. Money talks. <laughs> yeah, it does. It really does. And I think Sam Raimi himself still has you know enough pull in that. Um, oh yeah. Regard. Um, and there's there's no telling that. You know, he says he's not going to do Ash. Uh, we assume it's film and television. He can still do commercials or, you know, appearances. Uh, I, I'm I'm thinking of things like Universal's Halloween Horror Nights. They just had an Ash vs. Evil Dead uh, themed. Yeah. One of those. Um, at least a, a, a one section of the park. Um, yeah. So they they could always have him come back in a capacity like that for promotional material. Um, anything. I don't know. Yeah, we'll like you said, hopefully he does some new stay stuff. Stay positive. <laughs> you know, Bruce is still out there. He's a good actor. We watch him play Ash because we like him. So, so long as he's doing more material and he's doing something that, you know, we all can get involved with, maybe he can uh, finally get a franchise that takes off and pays him the money he deserves. I mean... He really has been, he's pulled out all the stops for this season. He's done a great job acting-wise, pulling off uh, Ash, especially in the more emotional moments and being able to hit that tone of sad to, you know, make it a joke five seconds later. He's done a great job, and this character's come along so far, and I'm just, I'm fucking happy as hell that we had three seasons that we were able to sit here and talk about it. Yeah, man, I mean, there's a long list of... Things that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm disappointed, we're disappointed that we didn't get to see. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's always more. You can always ask for more. You can always want more uh, to make it the most perfect experience for you. But, you know, ultimately all you got is what they give you. And yeah. uh, I, I guess I'd rather have what they give me than not have it at all. Um, yeah. You know, because nothing's ever going to live up to the expectation. Yeah. And there was a good chance that this would have never have happened. We could have still been sitting around waiting for that Evil Dead 4 movie or Army of Darkness 2, which was said was going to happen. But, you know, the gods aligned and brought us the series that, you know, gave us, you know, some fresh episodes, some fresh, you know, spins on some of the lore. And, yeah, so this, this whole season has been probably a 10 out of 10 for me just because of how fucking awesome it's been. And, you know, I look forward to finishing out the final episode come Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Uh, One more and done. But I shouldn't say we're done forever, ever. I mean, we still have not put out episodes on uh, either of the Evil Dead movies or Army of Darkness. um, Mostly just because I feel like those films are so popular that there are other podcasts that have been around longer that have probably talked about them before so uh you know but with with the news of uh this next episode being the final episode uh this podcast was initially concocted to talk about this show specifically so uh the next episode should be the the final episode of the podcast but 
we'll try to extend the life a little bit longer with, uh, you know, some film talks. Uh, I'd, I'd love to come back and do an episode where we just talk about some of the comics, um, some of the video games. We've, we've talked about this on the last couple of episodes just because we didn't know the future. And now we do. Um, but if you stick with us, folks, we'll, we'll hopefully have some more episodes for you out in the future. Yeah, I, I would totally love to go back and revisit. And maybe we'll find some lore in there that, you know, we, we've missed out by not watching the movies. It's been a while since I've seen the originals. I think maybe three years. <laughs> maybe. Well, no, it would have been at least a year before the uh, series came out. Because I remember when they announced the series, I went back and we watched everything. But, yeah, I mean, I'm totally down for talking about those. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually been even longer for me. So that would be a little treat, I guess. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you can find out about any episodes we do in the future at our website, talking We got a Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash talking evil dead. Heck yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know how to end this man. <laughs> Everybody stay positive. Don't panic. Don't freak out. We'll be back with one more episode. And at that point, maybe, maybe then awesome we can freak episode. out. And we yeah. can just kind of reflect on the whole season as a whole. Because, I mean, it was great. We had one of the best seasons out of this series. It was more than we could have asked for. Absolutely. Absolutely. And maybe we'll go back and talk about all of our favorite moments and, and whatnots. Absolutely. But until next time, I have been your host, Dustin. That's right, and I've been your other host, Mitchell. Stay groovy, everybody. We'll be back with another Talking Evil Dead. Klaatu, Verada, Hail to the king, I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. Groovy.